Welcome to A Cup of Joe with Joe. My name is Joanne Meredith, and I will be here each and every week to help you take a moment to breathe in, hear perspectives on careers, life, and many other important tips from some pretty incredible men and women that I get to work with every day. Let me introduce myself first. I'm from the Northeast, and I grew up in New Jersey. My background is corporate pharma, and I've always had a love for science, and helping people is true to my nature. So working in clinical development for over 18 years was an amazing opportunity for me. Seven years ago, I started an additional virtual business alongside my corporate career to create financial diversification and plan what was next for me. Now I have a global business in the U.S., Canada, and Australia, and soon to be Japan, and in this Cup of Joe with Joe, I'll be sharing my journey along with the journeys of all the incredible professionals I work with to help you plan for what's next for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Joe with Joe. My name is Joanne Meredith and we are here with for another fun week and a really, really important topic to t- chat about this week. So this week, I'm actually here with Jennifer Parent. She was on her previous podcast, and we thought it would be really great to get back together for this topic especially. But for all of you that don't know Jen or hadn't heard her original podcast, I'd love for you to meet her. So hey, Jen. Hi, Joanne. So go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about yourself. So for those who didn't hear your original podcast. My name is Jennifer Parent. I live in Middletown, Delaware. I'm a Jersey girl that moved here over 22 years ago. I have been a licensed registered pharmacist for over 22 years. I practiced for a little over 18 years. I have two kids. One is 14 going on 30. And I have a 11-year-old, 11-year-old that's going to be, I guess, whatever he determines his age is at the moment, but he's going to be 12 next month. And then my husband, who sometimes serves as my third and fourth child, that we've been married now a little over 19 years. Um, I joined this business six and a half years ago on a whim, mostly because my husband told me not to do it. And because I wanted a daddy don't know account and turned into what it is today, which is a multimillion dollar business for myself that I literally love and jump out of my bed to do every day. Love that. I love, love the little chatter about your kids too. I kind of feel that way about my daughter too. <laughs> yeah, you never know um, what you're going to get. You never know right. what you're going to get. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so today I'm, I'm so glad that you're back on today to chat because th- this week's topic is your ever-changing why. And there's so much that you and I really have to say about this, um, but I'll let you go first because I know we were talking about this even earlier this week. So I'd love for you to share your perspective on your why and really what your why is because some people, when we say that, I think I didn't really even think about what my why was until I started with Rudin and Fields. Like, it was amazing that this company actually helped me dig a little deep as far as what was important to me. So share your perspective on your why and really how it's changed for you over your career. It's interesting because if you go back to even before you even started like college or anything else, when we're younger, we're always trained to set a goal. Like you want to get to college. You have to have good grades in high school and you want to get into a good college. You have to make sure you have good SAT scores. You have to make sure you have a good GPA. And then when you get to college, it's to make sure that you keep your G- good GPA and you keep yourself your classes and your line and you're graduating on time. And for me as a pharmacist, because that's my major pharmacy, um, I had to make sure that not only did I graduate on time, that, that once I graduated, I had to pass my boards. And there was two different aspects to my boards. And then once that was done, I had to make sure that I had a job to go to or that the job still was going to be waiting for me when I was done all that testing. And then once you have the job, you know, you have a job. My goal is to 
pay my bills and pay my tuition back. And I guess just kind of live life. What I thought would be a little bit more relaxed, what really became a hustle every day. I remember thinking to myself, I love pharmacy, but I really don't know if I love what these companies have me doing. And over a long course of time, it really started to evolve. And I love my paycheck. Therefore, I love my job. You know, it, it, it sucks, but it becomes that. And it's not that I didn't love patient care. And it's not that I didn't love helping, you know, patients get better or have a better opportunity to just use a better regimen of medications and feel good at what they were doing. It was just the company had goals that I can't necessarily say I was aligning myself with. I was forced to actually take on as my own. And it's not that I necessarily agree with the way they were doing business because it wasn't for the benefit of the patient. It was for the benefit of the bottom line. And when you're in healthcare, those two things, even though they have to meet, there has to be a fine line as a healthcare professional. We take an oath for the, be the better welfare of the patients. And this was becoming no longer better welfare of the patients, but a better welfare of the bottom line for companies that I don't think that the people that were running it necessarily had the best interest of, in my opinion, patients. That's just my opinion. So when I joined this business, I was kind of at a impasse where I said to my husband, you know, if you don't get me retired by the time I'm 45, I'm going to die because I'm not going to make it and be that lady that's 60, 65 years old, pushing pills and literally hating my life and wobbling around because I can't stand anymore because I'm on my feet 12 hours a day and missing most of my kids' lives. So my goal is for you to get me out of here, for him to get me out of here. And then when this business came along, I thought to myself, well, this is great because I'll have a daddy don't know account because he hated when I went shopping and that'll be amazing. So that became a new goal for myself. I felt like I was getting that little bit of like sense of control back in my life where I had goals for myself that I control based on my type of work and input into what I was adding to myself. And then as time went on, my goals became, wow, these people are happy inside of this business. They seem to all have this same common theme of this is amazing. This is great. I love my life. And it's not that I didn't love my life, but be able to love your life in conjunction with your job is very rare these days. And I wanted what these women had. These people were happy. And I wanted that overall happiness in everything. So I started working a little bit harder in this. And a goal would be to have more preferred customers or to build my team. So I kept setting more and more goals for myself. And I find that we forget to do the goal setting when you get into that everyday mundane aspect of life. Like this is just the way it's going to be. And I thought to myself, this cannot be it for me before this. This could not be the end of me. And what was lighting me on fire inside, there was nowhere to actually burn it. I was doing somebody else's goal setting. I was actually following through on what the companies wanted. I wasn't doing anything for myself or my family except for getting my paycheck, which I needed because I really love my lifestyle. Therefore, I really needed my paycheck. But I love the fact that through this business, my goals could evolve. They could change. I could add to them. I could take some away. I could bring something new in. I didn't have that in pharmacy. The only goal that I had was get these prescriptions out as fast as I possibly can, make sure Mindu actually gets upset, make sure that my boss isn't upset, make sure that the customers aren't upset, make sure that I'm not on the phone too long at an insurance company where this was, gosh, make sure you, you know, the bigger you make this business, you have this goal where you can take your kids to Disney World and you get to tell your husband that you're taking the family. Not that my family couldn't afford it, but you get to take the family. Or I want to earn this trip and then I get to take my husband away. And it's going to be one of these trips of a lifetime, which we've actually had. And those things felt amazing because there were things within my control that if I did the work, yes, it was going to be really hard. And it was, and it still is. But I got to work towards something that was bettering myself, bettering my business, and just bettering me as a person and helping other people better themselves along the way. Yeah, um, it, it's really interesting when we look at our careers and, and just listening to you about what goals meant. I mean, even in my corporate career, 
anytime I thought of a goal, it was more around my yearly objectives and the yearly objectives would be, you know, meeting deadlines and, and, and the, everything was really company based. I never really sat down to write goals about myself, really wrote them down. You could have wishes that you would want to go this place or travel to this location, but it was never really a goal, something that I was going to do. And when I started my business with Urdana Fields, one of the things that we're trained on is making personal goals, not even out, like not even business goals. Of course, there's always business goals, but making personal goals that, that are truly part of your why and why, why we started this business. There's no way that I would have ever taken on another job alongside of my corporate career, but I started this business because of my why, because I wanted more time back in my life. And the goals that I wrote down early in my business, it's really amazing to see how they transformed and how I've accomplished them. Like setting a goal, writing it down, making a plan that's a personal goal actually has changed my life. We now, we live in Florida. You know, I work fully remotely. My kids stopped going to daycare. I have such a flexible schedule that I'm the one that drops them off in the morning. I'm the one that picks them up after school. And that is honestly something I wished for when they were babies and never thought possible. I never thought that I'd have that time back to be the first ones that they talk to when they leave school. And even bigger goals, when I think about what our life is in the future, you know, Rob and I, we look at our five and 10 year plan and we're writing down goals that really mean something. It's not so much around what the business wants this year and, you know, what, what, what things you're going to check off to make sure, like you said, like the bottom line is going to be secure. Um, It's more about what are we dreaming for and we can actually make these goals happen. So our why in this business and our why just thinking about being able to make goals aligned to it, it's, it was something that was really foreign until I did this business until I, I actually was aligned with a company that wanted to invest in me. Um, Yeah. So Jen, like for you, isn't it interesting the way the, when you worked in pharmacy and how you felt about things that were important to you, you know, working in this company, doesn't it feel like, personal development is part of our training. <laughs> That's it's funny. That's while you were talking. I was thinking about that. Like big goals for me at work were if I got the vacation I wanted a year in advance because I would have to stay up super late at night so I could get it in at 12.01 for my vacation for the next year that was on, upcoming. And that was a huge goal. Like, oh my gosh, I can really go away with my family this year. They can go away with me with them the entire time. I don't have to come home early or show up late. Um, I found that the only, you know, type of investment in myself that those companies gave into me was making sure I had something else I could do for them, that I was certified to do something else for them. And I had no benefit on the return of what was actually happening, which is job security. Goals now, it's interesting when you're talking about that, is I think about better things I can read to better myself. So I'm reading, you know, these books that are inspirational books versus when I was at work, my reading really involved, um, those gossip magazines. Like I lived to read those because I was living vicariously through people in these magazines, which might not be the real story of what was actually going on, but it felt really good to read those. Like that was how I was actually bettering myself. I was reading somebody else's dreams, somebody else's experiences instead of actually doing it myself. So now I'm reading things that make me look at things from a different perspective. You know, I'm not just so reactionary. I'm kind of able to take things now and 
think about what's happening and then proceed to move forward on how I want to one way or another. It's not, I, I don't feel like I'm so consumed with how much time I have left to do this, this, or this. I have ways to actually better myself on my terms. I have ways to better myself as a mother with my children on my terms. I have ways to be a better wife with my husband on our terms. And not only that, you're talking about living in Florida. I would have never thought before I started this business seven, eight years ago that my husband and I would be talking about actually not only changing from the first beach house that we purchased once I joined this to the second that we just did this year and actually remodeling the entire thing the way we want it done. And then talking about also, in addition, buying another house in Florida for when we want to actually retire. And I don't think my husband and I will ever retire. We're really, we both enjoy working. I enjoy challenging myself. He enjoys challenging himself. But I love that we will be buying a house most likely in Florida, not too far from you. And I'll have another house still here in Delaware. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing that we can dream big. And I certainly would love if you had a house in Florida too. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just, I think it's so special. And really, it, you know, when we were talking about this, this, this topic this week, I think for everyone listening, it's so important to have a why and it not just be aligned to whatever job you have and, you know, checking off the goals of that job, you know, it's important whatever job you have, it's important to do a good job and, and set goals, but it's also important to set your personal goals, to write them down and to make a plan to get it done. Because that's really when we started doing that, that's when the shift happened in our life. And both of us were just happier. And that, that's, that's priceless, right? I think the most important thing that I found in this is I used to think that they were nuts. Millennials were nuts. Like you're here to serve the world in a better purpose. You're here to offer, you know, a better experience to the world. But I get it now. But the difference with myself and millennials is, and I'm sure you feel the same, is I know that I have to earn a paycheck that suffices the needs of myself and my family, as well as plans for tomorrow and the future. And I don't want to be living in my parents' house. Not that they all live in their parents' houses, but working hard. And working for more and taking on extra work is okay if I'm going to actually better myself and help better the world. Yeah. You know what I'm yep. saying? I just feel like I get where they're coming from now. I feel it. I see it. I'm living it. And I'm getting to share it with other people. And if that's a goal that I didn't realize I was going to have five, 10 years ago, so be it. I'm so glad that something like this came along to show me there is more to life, more to work, more to family work-life balance. Because not everyone in the world is just not going to work. And I don't care if you work at home or if you work in an office or you're a stay-at-home mom, work is work. But this allows me to serve a purpose for myself and for others and feel good about what I'm doing and continuing to up the bar and running for more and more things for myself and for other people around me because it isn't just going to be about me. This is about sharing with others. And I didn't have that ability to do that in pharmacy. I promise you, I would not talk anybody into going into pharmacy right now. And I would not tell any of my friends that I could help them get a job with me because they wouldn't want to go through the schooling that I did or the testing that I did or the type of work life I had. Yeah. The ultimate dream is to have a job that you don't want to retire from. And I feel like that's what we have in Rodan and Fields. Yeah. It's exactly what we have. So thank you so much for chatting. I hope that everyone listening um, will dig a little deep into their own whys and write down their own personal goals because it's just worth it. So we're going to close again. Rodan and Fields is the number one skincare company in all of North America. We're going to close with our best tip in skincare. So Jen, what's your best tip? It's really, really hard guys. I mean, I don't know how anybody never thought about doing this before, but this is really, I mean, listen for it. Wash your face, take care of your skin. This is from a pharmacist telling you it's your largest organ. So if you haven't been washing your face, 
you aren't taking care of your skin, do yourself and others a favor and wash your face. <laughs> I love that. It's so basic. There's actually a lot of people that don't wash their face, though. Yeah. It's kind of surprising. <laughs> it is. But as a pharmacist, I've seen so many things that it's trivial that people would not think like, wow, I should just wash my face or I should have a skincare routine. If you have a blood pressure issue, you have a, you have a heart you know, routine. If you've got diabetes, you've got a routine for your diabetes. Why would anyone think their skin is any different? That's right. Well, thank you so much, Jen. And thank you everyone for listening. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed this cup of Joe with Joe and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Tune in next week to see what's brewing with our next cup of Joe with Joe. 